Let's do this fast. Your cousin from Boston. Sam Adams Summer Ale is brewed with a hint of citrus. Perfect for a hot summer day. Like this one. End of commercial. It's peak tanning hours, dude. I'm out. Sam Adams Summer Ale. The Boston Beer Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Drink responsibly. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, your twice-weekly progressive politics and current events podcast. Uh, as the title of the show implies, we are recording this from within the walls of the Nation of Zion. Uh, this is uh, episode number 157, the very first for 2018. I'm X, and I'm your host on the show, and joining me this week for the episode is Felicia Entwistle. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be here. What have you been Thanks. up to? Have you been doing anything fun? Um... I got to come out to a bunch of the girls at the poll studio that I'm a skeptic and I don't believe anything. <laughs> oh, that had to be fun because I'm sure uh, there's some woo that goes around. The steamed clams woo! was enough the other day that you told me about. Woo! Um, yeah, they got talking about Zodiacs. I'm like, I don't believe any of it. And then it was like, they were like, no, but I have a medium. And I'm like, yeah, I like you, so I'm not going to fight you on this. <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, the you guys realize that they write those zodiacs up to be vague enough that everybody can be and she claimed they were super specific and i'm sitting there like oh i could just fuck with your head i don't even have like, to be good at like, being a psychic let me <laughs> just cold read you like i used to do <laughs> yeah the one girl she was like she told me something that my dead brother said to me when we were kids and no one knew and i'm like oh honey oh boy uh power of suggestion is real good though and um, you told her everything she needed to know. But I'm, I couldn't say that because I like her as a person. And she teaches a really good exotic pole dance. My eyes just lit up because I remembered something I've been meaning to tell you guys uh, on Ooh. the last couple episodes. Is that uh, I won't say specifically what relation to the family they are, but somebody within the family. We come to find out this past couple of weeks. This was like a month ago, I think, when I, we found, I found out about this from my wife. She said that uh, somebody in the family had paid somebody over facebook five hundred dollars oh to do healing and like psychic <gasps> stuff for them and i'm like are you fucking kidding me oh my god 500 bucks for this and she's like yeah well they uh they they've been feeling really low re lately and they've been feeling unhealthy i'm like well go to a fucking doctor go to know? a doctor <laughs> go to a fucking go to a therapist a if you need you know doesn't she have religious people that she can go talk to if she's feeling like any kind of like conscience like thing or if you know she's feeling like low spiritually or something like that i mean there's other stuff that she can go to besides fucking some person that she's pming over facebook <laughs> oh just, my god that's horrible i'm like G give me the 500 bucks i'll make them feel better <laughs> like you are doing so good you're doing so well in life it's amazing that you're doing this it's like and but like it was to the point where like Okay, well, now you're going to start feeling a tingling in your body and a sensation, and then you, it's going to wash over you. It's like like all text message-wise. It's not like video. It's not audio. Look, it's if I'm just not getting a tingling, for, uh, look, that tingling better come with like going down, because okay. otherwise we're not having this conversation. We're done here. <laughs> Eat pussy. Uh. <laughs> Eat pussy. Oh, so, that's... That, 2018 uh hashtag butt stuff we're just gonna do eat pussy yes yes i like it uh, just so people out there don't feel they're slighted at all we do mean man and lady pussy so we're, we're talking about both here we're talking about boy pussy and girl pussy so yeah you know just whatever whatever pussy is available to you well, that you can the, eat. the cock has gotten enough attention you know it's true it's time I mean, to start focusing on other things there are too many men who are unconcerned with their partner coming so just you know what everyone eat pussy it's not sex without eating pussy with a female. If you're with a female, eat pussy or mm -hmm. whatever other man parts you want to explore. It's all good stuff. The, the great thing about that is that with ladies, they know what to do with their hands. <laughs> 
We had practice. That's an inside joke there, guys. That's an inside joke for people that uh for people that really want to know the the ins and outs of that, teehee. Um it's about, you know, a guy getting a guy getting head one time and he's like, it always weirds me out because I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. Okay. That's, so, that's silly. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing is that I really do like a lot of these women and um I've never found a place that's so supportive of women and uh, it, it's the feminist dream this pole studio it is uh you're supportive you're kind you're it's body positive it's accepting men are welcome both gay and straight uh but they have to follow the rules of being around these women no oogling no sexual harassment even like the hint of making a woman uncomfortable is not tolerated yeah uh but we do make dirty jokes like all the time we talked about labial origami it was hilarious um <laughs> it's almost like the hot lettuce thing we talked about the other yeah, night <laughs> hot lettuce. <laughs> oh hashtag hot lettuce um <laughs> we're gonna make it trend it's not a good thing <laughs> oh shit i've got a story for you uh, but well, that'll no. be later Okay, uh, yeah. so if this is the first time you guys have heard the show, we're just going to move along. Uh, we've got a lot for you to enjoy, but first, a word from another podcast that we love that you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcasts, and we'll be right back. The Hardcore Skeptic Examines is a bi-monthly documentary-style podcast that includes interviews, research, and commentary from your host, Corey Johnston. That's me. As the host of the Brainstorm podcast, I've spent the last three-plus years trying to spread critical thinking and skepticism while having fun. This project is intended to look at some of those same topics covered by Brainstorm, but a bit deeper. With the long intervals between episodes and the long format, I'm hoping to provide good information that educates as well as entertains. Check out my Patreon for more details at www.patreon.com slash hardcore skeptic, or follow my Twitter at hardcore skeptic. Here in Utah, we, uh, there's like a lot of, um, I mean, it happens all the other, in all the other places in the world, but demolition derbies and stuff. And in Summit County, which is a pretty, pretty rednecky kind of uh, part of Utah, I mean, it's very much so that there's all these people at the rodeo grounds waiting for the demolition derby to happen. And they have a lady come out singing the national anthem. And this is something I've, I've had in my notes that I've wanted to talk about for months and months on end that she does such a terrible job of it that it's it's delightful. And so here we go. I'm going to let you guys hear a little All right, bit. let's do this. <laughs> oh, the ramparts we <laughs> watched were so gay. Giggling. <laughs> and there's there. hundreds, hundreds of people watching her do this. <laughs> I just like she sounds I, drunk. <laughs> I have been I've been a singer since I was a little kid. I was like classically trained and I have fucked up. I've, you know, had my voice crack when I'm nervous and stuff, or I overproject or I overwork my voice. But not to that That's, level. <laughs> like, even the way she's pronouncing things, gal, yeah. I'm like, like adding what? three no, syllables are, in there. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, she had syllables. I'm like, you are not a singer. How no. did you get the job? Oh, just, <laughs> like, oh, just wait. And the rocket's <laughs> I think they're having they're having fun with it now because they're like that's not it's the whole American idolization where like they think if they hold a like a letter a vowel longer it somehow makes them a better singer I I don't know how that works but like, I'm like I'm thinking of, is she does she, is she normally a country singer and she puts a twang on it but like if you think about like Dolly Parton singing Jolene. Jolene, it's not Jolene. <laughs> Someone in the comments said, "Sounds like she's been partying with Bill Cosby." I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's fucked up." <laughs> and some would say, "Yeah, this would only happen in Summit County in Utah." <laughs> what is with? The, and someone what? said, "Hey, this was actually worse in person." I was like, "Oh man, someone was there." <laughs> And I'm not going to begrudge anybody a demolition derby. I fucking love them too. I'm I'm rednecky enough that I can enjoy stupid shit like that. I'm 
Uh, I, it's in the roots. I can't help it. I, I found out my ancestry, and I'm pretty fucking white. So, I mean, I'm allowed it to... It holds, <laughs> holds no interest for me. Yeah. I care not about it, but, but I... But you're not going to you begrudge know. anybody. Yet. You're like, oh, go ahead and wreck cars. Whatever. I whatever. don't give a shit. Like... <laughs> All right, so shall we let her continue? Yes, we should. <laughs> you go, girl. You go, girl. Bursting in the air. <laughs> it's not even remotely close. In air, air, air. <laughs> like she's DJing. <laughs> what on earth is going on? I have for, never you, been that drunk. You can't have like, you don't have the video on, here, but there was like another. She's singing out of the back of a pickup truck with a microphone, like standing in the bed of the pickup truck singing. And there's so, another truck that rolled by with a flag on the back of it past her. And I'm yes, just like, it. this is so yes, goddamn it. redneck. Yes, it fucking did. Yes, it did. This is our country, America. This uh, is what we look like. This is us. I'm seeing a lot of red hats in the crowd, so I'm sure <laughs> a bunch of MAGA people in this crowd. A flag. They're trying to help her out. They're trying to help her No, 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 you don't push on that part. Nope. It doesn't go up. Is that way? Like, <laughs> you don't not... you don't pick up the diaphragm and you know let your let it go up an octave. You don't do that at that point, lady. <laughs> oh my god, that was so weird, and it was like the laziest up note. She's like, way. <laughs> she didn't even go for it. It was. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, no, let's let her finish. <laughs> the She goes up like she's about to explode. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, I knew you would appreciate this. Oh, because... I love it so much because it just makes zero sense her choices. Oh, like, yeah. and the crowd's like, and and the and the come on, and the home, and the home, and the home of the. And they're like brave. She's like, oh yeah, brave. <laughs> Best. Oh, and I've had I've I had this know. in the show notes for like four months now, and I finally just remembered oh. I had it there tonight. And I'm like, oh, I've been meaning to talk about this. I thought about using it as like a closing number for the uh, the podcast, but I'm like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> maybe for if we release one on Fourth of July, maybe that'll happen. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so I just mean, have to leave that as in a there. singer. I've done a thing where I like keep time with my body. I'm like so, I and people have called me out on it. But if I'm just like hanging out and singing or particularly this song because it is just a, a great drinking song, song. <laughs> it's not that hard it is a great drinking song if you start um, in the wrong key you're gonna fuck yourself by yes. the middle of that song though <laughs> but i can sing the shit out of the star spangled banner um because i've been singing it forever so i know well, where my like key- you said british drinking song that we adapted yeah it <laughs> is it literally is a british drinking song it's great as a drinking song um so I'm just going to keep singing it that way. The only time I ever sing it is when I'm drinking it. It's the 4th of July. I sang it. We were sitting on a Williams roof and um, I sang it and his neighbors were there as like we were getting the finale of a bunch of fireworks around the valley. So like <laughs> I'm, and we're getting to the crescendo. And it's like, bah, 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 bah. And I'm like, that was fucking red. <laughs> <laughs> the good none of the, notes, none of the notes are particularly difficult to get to. Uh, it's all within like really small range mm-hmm. it's just an easy like now if you're gonna do vocal riffs and shit it can get pretty hard but what baffles me about this woman is she's adding syllables in there 
And then she just like forgot the melody. The crowd had to <laughs> sing it for her. She just forgot it. And I'm like, how do you forget this? Song? It's amazing. She, she was, was singing like my, my high school physics teacher, Mr. Monotone, where he was just like, and the land of the free. Yeah, just, that's not the song. Not even and close the to home song. of the brave. It's like, brave. It's like, it was like female Ben Stein with like a couple of pints in her. Except for she was like making the craziest. Like she's just like you're. There was a point where you're like, that's not even close. That's great. Oh yes, do more of this. I want this woman to have an album. Um. Now. To to admit to something that I probably probably shouldn't, and but but maybe because of the alcohol in my system, I'll admit to it here. Uh, I bought William Hung CD when that came out, only because that guy fucking gave it his all. I'm like, you know what? He went on yeah. national TV, embarrassed the shit out of himself, tried his hardest, and he made something of it. You know, and like, I, he's a professional sellout, and I give him, I give people a. Applause for shit like that. They know when their fifteen minutes are up, and they're going to cash in on it as quick as they can. Yeah, so I, I I fucking bought his CD and I listened to it every once in a while. I'm like, this is charming. And then like a couple of songs pass. I'm like, that's enough of that. Back to the pile. You know? <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Didn't buy the pants on the ground guys song though. No, wouldn't do that. That's what? when. That's what. <sighs> I lost. I yeah. Don't even. William not Hung. even going down that one. William Hung was enough. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Derby hire me i can sing the shit out of the star spangled banner easy they probably did it just like all of these other things well you, we won't we can't pay you for it but we'll give you some great exposure <laughs> great and then i'll say catch me on utah outcast oh, 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 oh. you know they're not gonna they're not gonna stop me i'm not gonna tell them beforehand <laughs> oh well and the, the funny thing is is like i've wanted to uh get some billboards up in the city like they have all the digital billboards and i want to pay for some because it's cheap it's like pennies per like showing on the billboard and i'm like what could we put up there for our ad i mean because it'll say utah outcasts and it'll say on itunes and youtube or something like that or just have like the the whole bunch of icons you can check us out on but i want to be like what would it be like real period you can't put atheists up there because i might offend somebody because the the billboard company still has to say yes or no to your ad and they don't like atheist things they don't like the word atheist so it'd be i'm like what would we say real progressive politics or something like that or i don't know how would we would how would we how would we sell it to a billboard you know i just i don't know how we do that that's something we'll talk about later but uh yeah (laughs) it's just interesting to think about how to market yourself in this godforsaken state (laughs) <laughs> Eat GMOs and pussy. Uh, oh no! I wish. I wish it would be so great. I would. If I would, we could get that up. If I could get up there, I'll just take a picture of it. it. Says like it says, "Eat pussy." Like I'm like I've That's made it in life. It you know? just, all it says is "Eat pussy." Utah outcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could do one in Vegas. That'd be funny. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Boy, am I thirsty. Am I thirsty. Am I thirsty? Oh, Ernie. Ernie, if you're so thirsty, why don't you just get up and get yourself a glass of water, huh? Oh, well, because, Bert, I'm so tired. No. The only thing I am more than tired is thirsty. And I am thirsty. Uh-huh. Am I thirsty? Oh, all right, all right, all right. I get the hint. I will get you a glass of water. Oh, <sighs> would you do that for me, Bert? Oh, what a nice guy Bird is. Go out and get a glass of water for me like All right. That? Here you go. Here is one glass of water, Ernie. There oh, you go. Oh, thank you, Bert. Really Good appreciate night. that, Bert. Yes, yes, of course you do. Very nice of you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Good night. <sighs> oh, my. But am I thirsty? Senator Thirsty McMarco Rubio um, (laughs) had an interview on Friday that Republicans, and this is a quote here, this is a guy, Senator from Florida, that thinks that this tax bill, quote, 
probably went too far. End quote. Really, buddy? Uh, think. Really, cutting, buddy? Yeah, because he didn't read it. None of them read it. No, Not no. a single Nobody one of them read this shit. Uh, and he's specifically talking about corporate taxes and their just enacted overhaul of the tax code. Uh-huh. Uh, Rubio says that he expects corporations to pay out higher dividends to shareholders and buy back shares to increase their stock price with proceeds from the bill. So they're not going to be trickling no. that to no, no, of course not. the no, people that work underneath that them. No, we're not going to do that does. at all. And he says here that uh, um, you're going to see a lot of these multinationals buy back shares to drive up the price. Some of them will be forced because they're sitting on historic levels of cash to pay out dividends. That isn't going to create enough dramatic economic growth. Really, Gee, buddy? It's the same shit we've been saying this entire time uh-huh. when, mm-hmm. God, what an idiot. And this reduces the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. Still a fucking bad idea. Um, Forum. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Not only, okay, even if you're conservative, even if you think trickle-down economics works, which doesn't, Jesus just doesn't, um, no. even if you think that this bill is poorly, it's poorly executed, poorly written, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's got a whole bunch of loopholes and nonsense and unaccounted and for shit. Shit that it's doesn't need to be bad, in there at all. Yeah, you know? It's yeah. just a bad bill. It's a bad bill that was not worked through properly, and therefore it's just going to be nonsense, and executing it is going to be a fucking nightmare. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. Mm -hmm. So, as we figured, corporations are going to, are planning on funnel the savings into benefits for executives, board members, and shareholders. And Mm -hmm. uh, White House Chief Economic Advisor Gary Cohn was visibly stunned in an October interview when only a handful of CEOs in the attendance of that one uh, meeting that made it out there that said that they would reinvest their tax savings in hiring and expanding. He's like, really? That's all? Yeah, no shit, you dumbasses, because they don't... <laughs> they don't care about actually doing that. If they don't Again, have to, is, they won't. Here's that's the thing, they're, not that's going, they're not going to just expand because they saved some money on their taxes. But there's only so much that a company can expand into a marketplace. Well, yeah. at, a certain point, at a certain point, they've reached mass expansion. Like There's mass, mass saturation. There's only so much they can saturate a market. And if they've saturated it to a certain point, there's just no more money they can spend. This is the problem with trickle-down economics. There is a limit. There is a finite point where they can no longer spend enough. It doesn't matter if they're rich or a corporation. They stop being able to spend more. If my company that I work for right now controlled 100% of the marketplace for medical staffing, which is what we do, if they controlled 100% of it, they couldn't hire, they couldn't create more jobs. They literally control, there's a finite point where there's just no more spending to be had. Mm-hmm. And then then if they got a massive tax break, that's just going to bonuses or to just stupid shit. It's not going to the employees. It's just not. And the GOP just, is really trying to leverage and say that, you know, we think people are going to expect, Americans are going to embrace this because they're going to see an extra $200 on their on their paychecks every month kind of thing. Not not really. And he says, by the time we get to November of next year, their opinion about the tax bill is not going to be based on media coverage. It's going to be based on what their paycheck is telling them. No. And that's fine. That's fine. If these people want to be so short-sighted that they only pay attention to the fucking paycheck that's happening to them every month, let's wait until eight years go by and then Mm -hmm. their paycheck starts to diminish even more. And even more, and even more, and the next thing you know, they're going to be blaming the Democrat that's currently running shit because my taxes went up. No, no, it's because I mean, of this no, shit. That, it's not even that. That doesn't even. That it's these landmines and out. hand grenades of bullshit. I mean, all that these you people ha- do. All you have to do is go back, go back a couple years, go back a couple years to when Obama put a a giant uh, freeze or a cut. And what was he did a, an economic stimulus? And, yeah, it and, did an economic stimulus, and it actually to, worked. It did actually. It work. actually worked. It actually worked. But no, but people noticed the money, but nobody put that together with what he did. Right. <laughs> so yeah, no. Give it, give it a little bit of time, and nobody's gonna tie 
the extra money that is not really going to be that much money. They're going to get used to any extra money, in fact. So the thing about Obama's uh, economic stimulus is that it was a one-time thing. And that's why it was effective. It wasn't continuous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Over (laughs) time, people are going to stop noticing the extra money. That's the the way things work. You stop noticing the extra money. It's not going to matter. Exactly. It might go up that one month and be like, oh, I'm making extra. But then afterwards, it's not going to be noticed (laughs) because that's the new norm. And then we're going to see inflation. We're going to have the problem with jobs and we're going to have the infrastructure issues and we're going to have the healthcare issues. And those things are going to end up costing people so much more that that extra money in their paycheck doesn't fucking matter. Right. You might have you might have. Yeah, you might have, uh, you know, a hundred dollars less withheld from your federal taxes, but your insurance premiums are going to go up. So there goes that. That's going to be sucked away. Kyle, you remember that movie, The Running Man? Yes. <laughs> the Schwarzenegger piece of shit that came out that had Richard Dawkins, not Richard Dawkins, Richard Dawson playing uh, the, the guy that was running the game show. I remember there was a scene in that movie when I was watching it as a little kid in the 80s. Honestly, shouldn't have been watching it as a little kid in the 80s, but I had latch. I was a latchkey kid. I was able to watch this shit. And I promise I'm coming to a point here. There was a scene in this movie where the ladies in the office wanted to buy a Coke from a soda machine. And they're like, $6 for a Coke? I'd never thought I would see the day that it gets to be $6 for a Coke. And as a little kid, I was thinking... You know, Coke's out of a machine. They're like 35 cents, you know, 50 cents, you know, mm-hmm. depending on where you get one from. Nowadays, they're $1.25. If you want a monster, they're like $3. If you go to an amusement park, you're going to be paying $6 for a drink out of a machine. Yeah. You're going to be paying $3 for a bottle of water out of a machine. Yeah. So a day that I never thought would have happened in my life where sodas actually cost <laughs> $6 out of a machine. Uh-huh. has actually come true and that depresses the fuck out of me because <laughs> when okay if it was six dollars for a soda and we had a game show where prisoners actually fought other people in these types of like gladiatorial matches i might be a little bit okay with six dollar cokes but the problem is we're, <laughs> and i'm kidding people i don't want to see prisoners fight each other kind of thing i don't want oh, to yes, see gladiator do. okay we all do <laughs> just Admit well, it. The sooner we we own up to loving Thunderdome, the sooner we're going to all like get along better in this world. You know, it really is a, a a much better justice system. I wish I could just challenge Donald Trump to Thunderdome. That'd be great. <laughs> Two men enter, one man leave, and especially oh, if you would you would destroy him. <laughs> it would be Master Blaster versus Max without the dog whistle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going deep into the cuts of 80s movies here. Yay. <laughs> I didn't get most of that. I'm, good. I'm glad. <laughs> him, him blaster, me master. <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Utah Outcasts for more information. Do you know what swatting is? Have you heard of swatting before? Uh, I have I have not. No. I have not. And sadly, this is one of those things that uh, perturbs me the most about how easily accessible my information is on the internet. It's the reason I was trying to move a lot of stuff away, because this is a thing that actually does happen. Uh, in Kansas. Uh, okay, let me just exp- explain what swatting is. Uh, swatting is when somebody that doesn't like you, that has your like address and information, 
calls police in your local area and says that you have like a hostage situation, man with a gun kind of thing going on. And so the police have to respond to something like that with the SWAT team. So imagine uh, you're playing a video game with somebody like how this story is going on here where um, this is somebody, a gamer was saying that they were playing a game with this person. Mm-hmm. More than a dozen gamers said that this prank call was a result of a feud between two Call of Duty players. Uh, but police haven't confirmed this uh, with the Wichita Eagle. This happened in Kansas, like I said. Uh, it was a shooting call at 615 involving hostages, said the deputy chief chief of the area of the Wichita police, said the original call. We were told that someone had an argument with their mother and dad was accidentally shot. And now that person was holding their mother, brother and sister hostage. We learned that through the call that the father was deceased and had had been shot in the head. And that was the information these police officers are working off of. The police arrived at the house prepared for a violent hostage situation and shot the person inside the house uh, as he came to the door. SWAT showed up, knocked on the door, he answered the door, and they shot him. First of all, that's fucked up right there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the police officers didn't say if he was carrying a weapon when he came to the door, which, why would he if he's just hanging around the house not doing anything? Yeah. Uh, But police don't believe that the slain man fired at officers, but the incident remains under investigation. Uh, he was pronounced dead in an area hospital. The officer who shot him was placed on admin leave pending investigation. No one else at the house had been injured. The two gamers were arguing online about a one or two dollar wager when one threatened to call a SWAT team to his house and the targeted gamer provided a fake address where the police went to investigate. And so this kid, Mm -hmm. over a fucking Mm -hmm. dumb little pissy argument that was happening over the internet, sent SWAT officers to this kid, this other guy's house, and he got shot. Shot dead over an internet argument. And that's actually one of my greatest fears when I'm doing this show, is that there's going to be some asshole out there that's like, I'm going to find out everything I can about this X guy, and then I'm going to have SWAT sent to his house, and some shit's going to go down like this. Because... There's no law against this right now. Like, he's not going to face any crime for doing this prank call kind of thing. There's This should be considered an act of domestic terrorism, I think. Shouldn't it? Because, it, should because be, yeah. it involves well, going over state lines. Filing a false lines. report? Yeah. Filing yeah, false it, report, going over state lines, you know, getting somebody uh-huh. shot. I mean, especially since it turned out Man fatal father? for the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. And the fucked up thing is that the, uh, the guy that was... Um, that actually called the cops on this person said, I didn't get anyone killed because I didn't discharge a weapon. And being a SWAT member is not my profession, said the, the gamer. Before Twitter shut down. His where the hell? Did, uh-huh. You know what? Uh-huh. I was going to say, where the hell did all this sociopathy uh, cruelty come from? You know what? No, no. We used to be so much more violent. I mean, we used to challenge each other to duels. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. just used to That's... beat each other in the street. So, you know what? Yeah, nope, this makes sense. This makes sense. Yep, nope, never changed. It's just a different medium now. Well, and the fucked up thing is that the the person that was shot by the cops, like I said, he gave the person a false address. The the guy that said he's going to have him swatted. So the person that was killed had absolutely nothing to do with this argument at all. Mm -hmm. Had absolutely nothing to do with these two individuals that were fighting at the time. Uh, Mr. Finch, the guy that was shot and, and died, does not play video games. And so he, an innocent man died because one person provided a false address because the other person was going to call fucking SWAT on him. And that's just ridiculous that this kind of thing actually happens in this country. That Like, this little asshole should be in jail for the rest of his goddamn life for causing this person to be killed. He should be. I mean, well, <laughs> it's not going to happen, but... but- well, I think I think maybe the bigger question is what the hell what the hell's wrong with our law enforcement that they are not verifying information. Do you guys, do you guys remember the show Boy Meets World? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. There was this part where uh Topanga has this fantasy world in which women rule everything and men are used entirely for breeding stock in underground cave systems. <gasps> yep. She no, was right. Exactly a bad she was idea. Right. She was yeah. right. She was right. 
it's just I feel so bad for this dude that was just shot just for answering the door. Yeah. Like SWAT's, That's my point. SWAT's like, there. SWAT's there to like respond to something they think is going to be violent. And they ring the doorbell and the dude answers the door and he gets shot. It's like mm-hmm. um why would he answer the door, unlock it and let you in? If, why why are the police shooting at him? Are the police going to face any Oh, no, he, the guy's on administrative leave, but he's going to be there. The police are going to investigate gonna be, themselves. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Hi, we're the police. We investigated ourselves for all wrongdoing, and we found that we had none. So, therefore, they had the problem with that shit. reason to be scared. Literally, in 100% of the time. for their life that they had to shoot that guy. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been in fear for my life walking into a movie theater, too. And I, because people are scary, and yeah. I was alone. God damn it. I had a guy creeping on my back. My body didn't care. My body said that I should be be scared. Kansas was the state the guy was killed in. It it was in Canada. Okay. Yeah. I just don't have words because that's just, no, it's disgusting that this kind of thing still continues to happen. And I wish that this was the first instance of this that I've heard of, but no, I've heard multiple instances of swatting happening before where people find other folks' addresses and they send the cops to their address. And that honestly scares the shit out of me as an internet person, a person that puts themselves out there on, on YouTube and on Facebook and shit. Like when the Proud Boys started coming after us, I'm like, oh God, I hope that not one of these people is going to be an asshole that tries to get me swatted. That's one of those things where I'm just like, ugh, fuck. You know, <laughs> that's, that's one of my biggest concerns. I, I don't give a shit if some shithead out in like California knows where I live or something like that. I'm like, he's probably not going to come and start some shit most, most of the time. Mm-hmm. But it's when the people that don't have any kind of like barricade to doing horrible shit to another human being across state lines because they think it'll be a fun joke when it's not fun. And would feel zero so, remorse. Should you yeah. Die. Like this guy, absolutely yeah. no empathy. I didn't shoot anybody. I didn't get anybody killed because I'm not the police. It's like you <laughs> still called the yeah. cops and filed the false fucking report on all this shit. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still amazed that there was no, no attempt for, uh, uh, uh no attempt on the behalf uh, from the police to verify the report. Yeah, because they have to go in guns blazing. They, 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 Wait, yes, why do they, they have, have to, to? Well, they they have they have to in, they have to investigate. They have to respond. To they the have call, to treat it as if it was but, a dangerous situation. But at the same time, that doesn't mean they need to go in and shoot the guy. You know? Yeah, but yeah, that's my point. Um, what? Why do they have to do that? Uh, I mean, they can get this guy's phone number. Why not start there? Why not start with a fucking phone call? Well, you you have to start with that kind of with that kind of report. You think they would they would vet where it's coming from? Well, yeah. okay. Here, so here's my thing: is like if they call the address, which they can get the phone number. Yeah, if they easily. call the address that is reported, and they say so and so, and they're like, and and they ask for so and so, and they're like, or, or they they'll say, who am I speaking with? They could just do that, right? And mm-hmm. it's a different name. All right, already this is weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they don't even have to identify themselves immediately. They can just say, "Hey, who am I speaking with?" Yeah, that's, it, that's there, a start. There's, there's ways that it didn't need to end in fucking violence but and the guy why, dying. No, you know, why no. do we? Why do they go in guns blazing first? Why is that our? The, why is that our go-to? Because there's mean, a we, potential of there being a gun in the house, and that's what yeah, well, scares you know the what? cops. There was a video of some guy called Snack Man who dissipated a fight on the subway by standing between the two people eating snacks because it was weird and awkward mm-hmm. and they just got done with it. <laughs> yeah. Like what we don't violence doesn't have to match violence. In fact, we know that adding violence to violence usually causes more violence. Why are why is the procedure guns blazing? I, I mean, we could make the whole situation safer if we didn't approach everything that way. Jesus Christ it's so hyper-masculine, I can't even stand it. You're done. You're done, man. You're done. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. 
Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. You can talk all you want about Russia, which was all a, you know, fake news fabricated deal to try and make up for the loss of the Democrats, and the press, press plays right into it. Uh, in fact, I saw a couple of the people that were supposedly involved with all of this, but they know nothing about it. They weren't in Russia. They never made a phone call to Russia. They never received a phone call. It's all fake news. It's all fake news. The first line of this article that I'm reading here says that the president of the United States is not well. And no. this is a, a take on that came from Vox about the uh, New York Times interview that happened this, this past week. Where Donald Trump has said some absolutely crazy shit. This is not somebody that is rooted in reality at all anymore. No. He, he's not. So, um, just for just for example here, Trump was talking to this uh, reporter, and there's a lot of people trying to say, "Well, why didn't he push harder on a lot of these questions?" And <laughs> you're not a reporter if you're asking these kind of things. You just kind of let the person talk sometimes, and so. Sometimes uh, that's all you can do. With this? Yeah. Oy. So Trump has been trying to say, especially for uh, during this whole thing that he was having here, this interview, he said that there's been proven that there's no collusion between him and Russia. That's not been proven at all. Not, not been, even remotely. No, no not I mean, no. And it says here, in recent months, Trump's former campaign manager and national security advisor have both been charged with uh, crimes by Robert Mueller, and the investigation is not just ongoing, but apparently widening, widening in its scope and ferocity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's what Trump said. I saw Diane Feinstein the other day on television saying there's no collusion. She's the head of the committee. The Republicans, in terms of the House committees, they come out and they're so angry because there is no collusion. The House, ran by the GOP, is saying that there's no collusion. Hmm, gee, I wonder why. Not. (laughs) So, (laughs) that investigation is not even a full... Blown yeah, they're not even trying that the, the house one is being run by Devin Nunez and he yeah. was supposed to recuse himself on that, but he hasn't. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> he's getting he's getting wrapped up in, in the Mueller investigation, too. So he says, so I actually think that it's turning out. It's actually turning to the Democrats because there was collusion on behalf of the Democrats. And this is the pivot that's happened. Like they were att- like saying, oh, well, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. It yep. was M- Mueller's bad. The FBI's yeah, bad. Mueller. The FBI's bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to say. Oh well, they're coming to find that there's more stuff on the Democrats than there is on stuff like that. It's like mm. not not more. No. I mean, if it's equal, I'm happy with it. I'm not saying it's not going to be more. I mean, I can guarantee you on that. It's not going to so. be more. It's not even going to be equal. He I says mean, that, there there are probably going to be a few, but and Feinstein said that she not that she or any of the ongoing investigations has concluded that there was no collusion. What she said is that investigators believe that Trump may have obstructed justice in his efforts to derail inquiries into the collusion. Mm -hmm. So it's it's interesting that like in this interview himself, he said something like 16 or 17 times about collusion, no collusion, no collusion. It's just like. You don't have to repeat things that often unless you are an adult brain, I mean, Uh or unless something's really worrying you or well, unless you're just. He's got a very interesting so I'm gonna, like, I, train of thought. About I want to I want to read uh, without uh, without inflection as much as I possibly can mm-hmm. the actual transcript of something Trump said. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Okay. So, wonder if this is one that I've got. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he says it, it really doesn't matter the context because here we go. No, it doesn't bother me because I hope that he's going to be fair. I think that he's going to be fair. And based on that, it says inaudible in brackets. There's been no collusion, but I think he's going to be fair. And if he's going to be fair, because everybody knows the answer already, Michael, I want you to treat me fairly. Okay. That's not. That's not even English. (laughs) That's not. There's not a full sentence. No. Here's another one. Here's another one. Maybe I'll just say a little bit of. I've all always found Paul Manafort to be a very nice man, and I found him to be honorable, an honorable person. Paul only worked for me for a few months. Paul worked for Ronald Reagan. His firm worked for John McCain, worked for Bob Dole, worked for many Republicans far for far longer than he worked for me. And if you're talking about what Paul was many years ago before I ever heard of him, he worked for me. What was it? 
three and a half months. Three and a half months. I'm pretty sure it was longer than that. I it think was it was like six that. months or something like that. It, it was it was almost nine months a year. or something. Yeah, it was like some <sighs> man. Three and a half months. So that's yeah. that. Let's just say I think Bob Mueller will be fair, and everyone knows that there was no collusion. I saw Diane Feinstein the other day on television saying yeah, there was no okay. collusion. Yeah. So yeah, the yeah. New York Times but also like, asked these, this one. These sentences are not, like there's no. It's just he's just rattling on. It's very unsettling reading these. Right. He, he doesn't know but, how to I mean, take the question, that's, reframe that's, it, and answer it. You know. No. No, he doesn't. But that's always how he's spoken. Yeah. Yeah, because but he it's doesn't getting worse. It's getting worse. Yes, but I think it's more that he's just he doesn't. He's very, very intellectually lazy. So yeah, he's, he, <laughs> he doesn't even he doesn't even have he doesn't even have the will to put together a, a complete thought. Yeah. One of the other things that he said is that uh, the New York Times was like, you control the Justice Department. Should they reopen the Hillary Clinton email investigation? And what Trump says, what I've done is. And he pauses. I have absolute right to do what I want to do with the Justice Department. No. <laughs> no. no. They don't work for you. No. They work for the American public. <laughs> uh, absolute right to do what I want to do. No. Nope. That's a guy stretching for authoritarian power and misunderstanding how the system actually fucking well, works. He doesn't care how the system works. He's and and let's be clear, he's never run a company very well either. No. All he cares about is authority. And that's I've been saying this for a while. All the right cares about is authoritarianism. Uh, and people will sit there and say to me, No, they're not bigots and they're not they all they care about is their pocketbook. And I keep that's, going back to no, that's not you, no, what they care about is authoritarianism. They care about authority. Yeah. And they'll find any scapegoat they can to to get there. Mm -hmm. So the next one that we have is him claiming that he's smarter than other people about things. And he, this is a president yeah. that really <laughs> presidents should be humble. They shouldn't be this guy where he's trying yeah, to say fuck it. all presidents are fucking egomaniacs. Yeah. He says, well, yeah, you, you have to have a certain level of ego to even, even approach that. Well, someone was talking to him about the, the bills that are going through Congress and how potentially he doesn't know what's going on with a lot of these things. And he says, I know more about the big bills than any president that's ever been in office than that any, not any president that's ever been in sure. office. a guy that's never spent any time in Congress. That's never spent any time as a lawyer. That's never spent Who any doesn't time in the judiciary. Read his daily briefings. Let's be no, fucking clear on this. He has never read a single bill. And he says, whether it's health care or taxes, especially taxes. And if I didn't, I couldn't have persuaded a hundred dot 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 you ask mark meadows another in audible part here another ellipses i couldn't have persuaded a hundred congressmen to go along with the bill you had nothing um, to do with whipping votes you had absolutely nothing to do with that you the didn't first persuade bill, anybody no, we have we have a whole thing where a guy said that they flattered you so they could hang up on you yeah honey you did nothing that was ultimately shockingly rejected, you know, the first bill. I know the details of taxes better than anybody. No. Better than the greatest CPA. Yeah. I know the no. details of healthcare better than most. From the same asshole that thought the insurance was a, a dollar a month kind of thing. Yeah. Better than the same, most. This said. is the same guy who had to come out and say, who knew it was so complicated? Nobody. Yeah. Oh, nobody, nobody knew. Nobody knew nobody how complicated knows. We knew. This is a man absolutely suffering from the Dunning-Kruger effect. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Where he doesn't recognize how badly he's doing in these things. He, Man, this is ridiculous. And so he also said this also one. He's like, so I have associations. I have private insurance companies coming in and will sell private health care plans to people through associations. That's going to be millions and millions of people. No shit, Donald. The American populace is like, what, 330 million people or something like that? People have no idea. People have no idea how big that is. I think uh -huh. we have a fucking clue of how big America is. And by the way, for yeah, that, we do. we've ended across state lines. So he's talking about Wait, removing, 
removing the in- no insurance being sold across state lines. But he said, we've done it. It is not done. <laughs> no. What the fuck are you talking about? So we have competition. <laughs> you know, for that, I'm allowed to <laughs> state lines. So that's all done. Mm. Now there that is I- not. What is he saying? Well, here's here, the problem. Here's what he None did. of this is sentences. No, he's ended. He's ended the individual mandate that came through with the tax bill. I they, know they removed is. that, and that's what he says here. Now that I've ended the individual mandate, and the other thing I wish you'd tell people. So when I do this, we've all got health care. You know, McCain did his vote. What? 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 <laughs> I. We've created associations. He goes back to this again. Millions of people are joining associations. Millions that, that were mean? formerly in Obamacare or didn't have insurance or didn't have health care. Millions of people. These are all period separated statements here. That's mm-hmm. going. This is going to be a big bill. You watch. It could be as high as fifty percent of the people. You watch. No, no, so that's, that's the big not, thing. Period. Those are that, things, that's not a sentence. That doesn't say anything. That's absolute nonsense. What he just said. Mm-hmm. What there? That's that's fifty million people. You just watch. This is going to be a big bill. This bill. That's fifty million people. That what? 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 And he brings back associations. So now you have associations, and people don't even talk about the associations. That could be half the people are going to be joining up with private. Mm-hmm. So now you have associations and the individual mandate. And the individual mandate? No, you got rid of that shit in the tax bill. That doesn't mean Obamacare is going away. It just means that it's now not going to be able to be funded and kept up because now fucking shit's mm-hmm. going to skyrocket everywhere. And the, the person that wrote this article, bless them, have, have tried to say that I, I'm going to try with some effort to untangle what Trump was trying to say here, but it's so incoherent, so suffused with half-related ideas and personal obsessions that it's hard to say for sure. Stop trying to do that. Stop trying to normalize yeah. this fucker. You know? Yeah, no, we need to stop saying like. Cause I I actually brought this up when we when we got together. It was when he says Russia is fake news. That's not a sentence. No, but people it's not. will say, oh, he must be referring to the accusations that he colluded with Russia and then claiming that that is false information. Mm-hmm. No, stop, stop doing that because you're putting what words said, into his mouth. Yeah. You know? Russia is fake news is so vague and so unclear that he could that could apply to literally anything. Mm -hmm. People will apply their biases to that across the board. And then if you say he's referring to the Russia collusion, they'll say, no, he was referring to how Russia is Putin is poisoning people or, you know, with a Russia hack things or or whatever they want to apply to it Mm -hmm. and whatever fake news means to them. We need this is not a statement that can be fact checked. It is nonsense. Russia right. is fake news is not a statement <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. And that's what we need to say is this mm-hmm. is a nonsense statement. And to finish off here with this narcissism, he says, we're going to win another four years no, for a lot no, of no, reasons. No. Most God, importantly, because our country is starting to do well again and we're being respected again. It's the absolute opposite. I mean, I we're not failing stock market wise, but you know, it's, consumer it's, it, consumerism is going down because people are worried about their money. Uh, we're, we've got people, we've got countries that are absolutely laughing at us. Mm-hmm. We're not being respected again at all. We're mm-hmm. we're not even we're not even on the world stage right now. We're shrinking back into being like America only kind of politics here. We're being passed around. By every other country, like the U, like we try, the UN came out and had a a vote against one of our fucking resolutions that we had about moving uh, the embassy. the American embassy to Jerusalem instead of Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. and like nearly all of our allies came out against that. Mm-hmm. That's not being respected anymore. No, in fact, several world leaders have been polled and said that they see us as quite diminished. Oh yeah, and that we are no longer a leading force. Mm-hmm. He says, but another reason that I'm going to win another four years is because newspapers, television, all forms of media will tank if I'm not there. Because without me, their ratings are going down the tubes. Honey, we have reality TV and we've got celebrities. You're not the only celebrity. <laughs> Trust me, they're fine. Yeah. 
I'm surprised he didn't try to say like all of them are fake news kind of thing because that Kim mean Kardashian can just release another sex tape. We'll be fine. And I'd be okay not watching that one either. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not it's gonna watch it. Really, no. That's like the Pammy, the Pamela Lee and like Tommy Lee thing that like never watched that one either. I had Don't no care. interest. Don't so. care. Uh, without me, the New York Times will indeed not be the failing New York Times, but the failed New York Times. You're so goddamn they're, clever, Don. You're so clever. Look, they're they're doing just fine. So they basically have to let me win. I think they're making windfall profits over when they were oh, like last year. Yeah, <laughs> they are. But that's because mm-hmm. everyone said, guys, if you want good journalism, you need to pay for it. And we all went, oh, shit, we have to pay for our art. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And eventually, probably six months before the election, they'll be loving me because they're saying, please, please don't lose Trump. Is he trying to make a joke? No. I mean, I don't. His humor is not very well made, I should say. Well, no, no, no. You have to when when you when you listen to or you you read what he says, you have to think of it in the context of somebody very adolescent speaking you know think of it like a 12 year old somebody who does not know how to words right they don't know how they don't know how to put words together or thoughts they don't know how words and thoughts and arguments go together now there are on the uh on reddit i read a lot of stuff on the uh the politics subreddit there and mm-hmm. there's sometimes people have this bot that goes through and shortens articles for people based on relevance of how many times a word shows up there yeah and one of the every time like trump has like a a news article that gets shortened down you know uh one of the keywords that it says for relevance like usually like number four out of the five is the word very he uses the word very so often that Mm -hmm. it gets part of the truncation there it's just it's it's fucking weird but that's our president he's not well and um I'm sure we'll be talking about him for a while to come in 2018. Yes, 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 we will. Can't stop. I I really, look, if anybody's actually interested, go look for it, because there have been several linguists that have tried to analyze his speech patterns. I don't know how they can. (laughs) They don't, they have trouble. They have Mm -hmm. a lot of trouble with it, because most of it just doesn't really make sense. Until you start applying other contexts, like most of the time he's talking about himself. Yeah. You know, like every time he says, oh, most people don't know this. Well, no, he's talking about himself. Yeah, right. we've, we've already decided that yeah. everything that the GOP is doing nowadays, when they're obsessed mm-hmm. about something, they're projecting. Yeah. Oh, every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. Let's see what else did he do. Uh, let's let's finish it off here. He retweeted an image of the CNN logo on the bottom of his shoe with some blood on it because yeah. he's attacking the press. Still, um, he promised to get right back to work after Christmas, but went golfing the day after, and the day after, and today, and the day after that. <laughs> uh, there's been some talk that he colluded with Israel to get the embassy moved to Jerusalem because what why the fuck not he he doesn't understand how this country works how the world works and in because, return uh, of him yeah Net- Netanyahu is the only one who like is really cool pro Trump yeah yeah and uh, yeah because his party fucking loves that because they're they're zionists they're they're well, the ones they're getting, that are, yeah no they're yeah, the because they'll get everything and anything they want and so he's been uh, promised by Israel a train station in Jerusalem that would be named in his honor. Oh, God. And that's, that's the kind of man Donald Trump is, as long as you're going to name something after him and his name's going to sure. be prominently displayed. Oh, did, and we saw his challenge coin this week. And if anybody wondering wow, what a challenge that coin thing. is. The hell is that nonsense? The, God damn. It's just rubbish. It, it, like, everything that Trump employees underneath him is that everything is just gaudy gaudy and terrible roles it's got make america great again yeah donald j trump every other presidential coin was like yeah just you know slap a year no i think no it has his name on there like three times i think it does it's it's everything he touches everything he does it's it's like an an idiot's idea of what classy is Mm -hmm. uh and someone with no class trying to be classy 
And the the last thing that I can see here is that he uh, implied the FBI director Andrew McCabe's career was in jeopardy after during a tur- Twitter tirade because you know that's a smart thing for the president to do is to threaten FBI people. You know, and again, we, we, yeah, he's continuing this shit. He's, I mean, it's kind of moving on now that people are now that the Fox News and everybody else are going like, oh, people turns out that. Are people that usually love cops don't like it when we go after the FBI because they're cops, you know? <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. Hey, how about that? So anyway, that's the I guess that that's gonna be the Trump roundup for week forty nine. Right. It's almost been two it's almost been a year. Ugh man. Yeah, a year of this. I hope we survive. I really do. A year do. <laughs> of this. A year of this. But oh god. I'm gonna There's get just whiskey. Love so you guys. I'll be right back. More. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. All right. Well, that does it for us here at the Utah Outcast. The next action-packed episode will come out in about 48 hours for the second of our weekly episodes this Wednesday. So if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out. However, before we finish up here completely, we have to give a ton of love to the people who deserve it. We're talking about our patrons out there. So we have Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, the Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, Tony Prouse, Keith Davies, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Jeff Perlman, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, and Janet Uter. And we also got an amazing PayPal donation from our one of our friends on uh, YouTube. He didn't give me permission to say his whole name, so I'm just going to say, hey, thanks, Alexander. We really appreciate that from the United Kingdom. And uh, it's really great to know that we have an international community out there. We have Roxy that likes us from the from Australia. Oh, and we, yeah. She's such a sweetheart. And we've also got a fan from Pakistan, which is actually really neat when we think about it. It's just like, oh, man, be safe. Stay safe. Stay safe, <laughs> no, honey. We We're so Ah, you're wonderful. Thank you so much for being out there. So we really and- do appreciate everything that you patrons do for the show. We can't be more thrilled to have you along for the ride that's going to be starting here in 2018 as you're hearing this. Uh, so if you don't it's have the means be to a share, ride. yeah, if you don't have the means to share money with the show, please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you think we deserve a five star review. And I've been too lazy to double check to see if there was any <laughs> reviews for this week, so you're not going to have me check on this one. So. uh Let's see. With that, it's time to bring this episode to a close, and I am sorry that I did not know what episode we're on. 157? Yeah, there we go. Uh, It's time for us to bring this to a close, and remember, everyone, you're welcome. Uh, Eat pussy and GMOs. (laughs) Steam your cabbage. Hot lettuce!
and then went to the bathroom, and upon wiping, ended up with a hot lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> it God. was apparently horrifying. <laughs> Man. Oh... You know, oh, I don't think that's ever happened. Was real. With all the hot stuff that I eat, I don't I don't recall getting any of it on my glands ever. But it's just like I have rubbed my eyes or like picked my nose when I shouldn't have after eating something hot, and I'm like, oh, uh, that's uh. irritating. That's mildly irritating. Most people would probably send them to the hospital because <laughs> the nuclear grade <laughs> shit that I eat. <laughs> I don't I won't even touch it. Have you ever tried the last dab? Uh no, but uh, looking at the Scoville for it, I'm like, nah, that's not that bad. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's the one where it's the uh that's the mustard sauce, isn't it? The I don't the think so. I don't have to look at it because I I remember s there was a uh there's a show on YouTube that you can watch called Hot Ones. Yes, I've heard of this. Where it's celebrities being interviewed by this guy and they're going up the chain of like hot wings as they're having this interview going on. And some people are okay with it, but some people just get very dramatically like Oh, I'm gonna throw up. This is too hot. It's too hot. And it's just it's it's funny. I'm like, God damn it, that'd be an amazing idea for a show. How come I didn't think of this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I no. Nope. But nope. at the same time, I don't exactly live in LA, so it's kind of impossible to get celebrities on your show, so Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True green today all this week on nbc4 new products to new technology susan hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world tonight at six a new twist on outdoor eating a lot of it is creating flexibility how one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal it's all part of restaurant revitalization tonight at six on nbc4 working for you 